Welcome to the Leadership Void Podcast. Enrique and Vince here, and we're all about helping you develop and fill the areas of void in your leadership. Let's get started. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Leadership Void Podcast. I'm Enrique, my co-host Vince, and we're about to bring you the best in veteran community, entrepreneurship, and leadership arena, and Vince will introduce Oh, yeah. From Irvine, California, we have Miss Eldona Fernandez, who is the president of Dynamic Vision International. Welcome all the way from the West Coast, Eldona. Please, let's start off and tell us a little bit about you. Well, uh, great to be here. Thanks for having me. I'm a retired Air Force veteran, go Air Force. And I retired out of the contracting career field, spent 23 years in the military and then did some other purchasing and contracts negotiation management for defense contractors and started getting involved in speaking and training uh, wrote a book called think like a negotiator and then i got involved with women in kenya helping them become entrepreneurs themselves and get out of poverty by selling their handcrafted baskets and beads what a wonderful endeavor they had uh you know a lot of times we have these international exploits uh, and, and, and visions of making sure that other people have a good economic background and are able to thrive. So tell us about Dynamic Vision International. Well, the one side of it is my speaking and training. I, like I said, I wrote a book called Think Like a Negotiator. So I love to share with people how to be better negotiators, how to get a better deal, whether personally or professionally, how not to get taken advantage of. I teach on self-leadership, negotiation, effective communication, team building, things like that, and had some contracts for doing, I still have some for doing that type of thing. But in 2018, I went on a trip to Kenya with a group and met these women in a place called the Kipsango Slum in Kenya. Now, Kenya is an amazing country. They're the number three exporter of tea in the world. And Nairobi is bigger than the city of Los Angeles by about half a million people. They have a lot of industry there, tourism, there's a major port, but there's also people that are below the poverty line. There's no government help. And I went with a group to serve the suffering and displaced people in Kenya, uh, in the Katali area, which is about eight hours from Nairobi, and met these wonderful women that make uh, amazing products. I'm wearing one, and you can see some things behind me that are made. These are made out of magazines. And I, I felt a calling to help them. And I thought, oh, Got woke up in the middle of the night with this idea, buy some beads, sell them with your book when you're speaking, baskets and beads, brought back half a suitcase of beads, went to, I had a speaking event, I came back February 2018, March 8th, International Women's Day, spoke at an event and sold out, and then I started, I doubled the order and sold out and tripled the order and sold out, and now we started with five women, we're up to over 30 now, and that's really my passion, my service before self uh, way that I'm going to kind of go through the rest of my life. Well, thank you for sharing that second core value of the Air Force. And yes, it is service before self. Thank you for doing great things. Obviously, 2018 resonated with you in Kenya. Sharing about the continent of Africa, I appreciate you doing that. And, and coming on board now, you have 30 individuals going at selling out at different events. I'm glad we have this deal with you to come on and negotiate it to be on our show. But you're doing great things. Now, how did the pandemic affect your company and what your endeavors you're doing? Ooh, 
man. Yeah, that pulled the rug out from under me because I was, most of my speaking was in person. And of course, no more in-person speaking. And I, although I did have some online, I was, I actually have a contract with the Southern California Edison, our utility out here. And we were one of the first to be able to do, take their courses online. And now I, they've continued the contract or they renewed the contract and we're doing that online, but in-person speaking still hasn't really made a comeback yet. And then I was for baskets and beads. I was in three retail locations. I had to pull out of two of them because I couldn't make rent. Three of my wholesale customers went out of business. The rest of them weren't ordering. And then sales were really low because people weren't buying things like jewelry and household products and things like that. So I ended up having to take a corporate job to cover the business expenses dur during COVID. And I worked for a defense contractor doing negotiation and contracts and things, subcontracts. I'm a subcontract specialist is my title. And to be able to cover the business expenses, then through our nonprofit, we ended up raising at least $800 to $1,000 a month to be able to provide food packs to the ladies. Because prior to baskets and beads, they were prostituting themselves or picking food scraps from a dumpster or selling illegal alcohol. And I was like, we have come too far. We are not going back to that. So we were able to raise funds from March 2020 until January of this year and provide food packs for over 30 women and 80 kids. What a wonderful reach, right, uh, uh, to humanity uh, your company has endeavored to do and, and are doing. It's amazing the different journey that the pandemic has taken everyone. I mean, we, we do these shows weekly and we, we hear about these, but that you were able to position yourself in different aspects to keep the company going, to provide for yourself. And oh, by the way, 30 women and over 80 children is amazing. We congratulate you uh, on what you did there. Now the future is still kind of murky for a lot of people. So what does the horizon uh, look like for Dynamic Vision International? Well, for, for speaking, I'm getting a few and they're still online speaking uh, opportunities. I do have, still have that contract and I'm getting the, and those are still online opportunities, working on building back into in-person speaking and training, but for baskets and beads, we're working on building back our wholesale base, building back our retail base, getting more online sales. Unfortunately, at the end of the year, my ad account on Facebook was hacked, so I had to recover from that. But it's, it's not one thing, it's 10 others, but if the military has taught me one thing, it's taught me to adapt and overcome and just course correct and do an after action review to figure out what worked, what didn't, what could be improved for next time and go forward and, and make it work. So our whole, some of our wholesale customers have started to order and I'm building more wholesale customers. We're developing new products. One of the products we developed was dog bandanas. And I laughed because they're like, what? You're, why does a dog wear a bandana? They don't understand that because they don't put bandanas on their dogs in Kenya. Most people don't have pets. They have chickens and goats, but they don't have dogs. And they're, they're sewing and laughing, but uh, I have one wholesale order now for those and the retail sales have started to grow. So working on finding new products and increasing the viability of the business. 
You know what? I have a pet and a dog, so I will be definitely a customer of yours. <laughs> uh, but, you know, definitely the leadership that we've been taught and the skills that we've been taught in the military is phenomenal. And we are diving now into some leadership aspects. So how do you, Aldona, definitely sharpen your saw, uh, with the skill sets that aids you to thrive in your professional life? Well, after, as you know, when you get out of the military, there isn't a great transition assistance program. I think it's improved from when I retired and you just get dropped out and have to figure it out, but you can still bounce back and rely on those skills that you learned in the military and mentorship, having a mentor or coach reading business literature. One of the ones that I actually ended up started to teach was the five dysfunctions of a team. I really love reading books like that. And then I'm a woman of faith. So I like to read and study my Bible in the morning and get some wisdom from there and go forward. But it's always about, I, I like I said previously about doing that course correction, seeing how you can, oh gosh, this didn't work. What do I need to do? I need to find somebody smarter than me that can help me figure this out. So I think always having mentorship or coaching somebody to coach you that knows more about something than you do is really important. Absolutely. And I tell you that that has helped all of us <laughs> in one way or another. If you've served any time in the military, uh, especially the, the course correcting, you, you, you mentioned after action report. So <laughs> I was so happy to hear those kind of words, uh, but uh, they truly get us back on course. Now, as you was growing up in the military, you retired, you're, you're in leadership positions, you see a lot of leaders, you've seen a lot of leaders. What advice did you get from those leaders that you said, and I have to keep this as part of my go ahead forward uh, that you can share with an up, up and coming leader uh, for their journey? Well, what I did because I retired as a master sergeant, so I ended up being in a position of leadership, but how I learned how to lead was to look and take notes from good leaders and from bad leaders. Like, okay, this, this, these are good leadership characteristics on how to treat people. That's a very important thing. When you're leading people, you have to treat people with respect and listen to their ideas. And if you're, you're leading a team, you, yes, you're the leader, but the team underneath you is the ones that are supporting and carrying you along. So you definitely need to trust what they, their ideas and take what, take what you like and leave the rest kind of thing. You're the, make the ultimate decision. But I learned a lot about leadership from watching the leaders that were over me. And I had some good ones and I had some bad ones. And I'm like, wow, I'm never going to treat people like that when I become a leader or, oh, look at how this leader treats people. This is great. For instance, when I arrived at one of my bases, we had a, I'm so grateful she was only there for six weeks. She was a horrible leader. She yelled at people and she screamed at people and she didn't, she didn't, care she was an officer and didn't care for the enlisted and she actually made she didn't really say it but you could tell just the way she treated us that she did not care for enlisted people and she just led people astray and did, wasn't a strong leader and nobody really respected her the leader that came in after her was amazing he cared about the people he would talk to them to find out you know a lot of leaders come in i'm changing this that and the other he went around and talked to everybody he looked at the organization to see how it was operating. And then he made changes after he did a kind of a survey of what was going on and seeing what had worked and what hadn't worked and how that he could make an improvement. And I learned a lot from those two leaders 
on how to be a great leader of people. Absolutely. I'm hearing dignity and respect, trust, listening, you know, get boots on the ground, do that assessment before you make any changes. So that's some great advice for anyone listening in. Now, how you, Donna, deal with the ch challenges you have faced or currently facing? Well, running a business that is on another continent in another country that's a 24-hour flight just to get there, 24 hours worth of flying at least with all the stops and the layovers and all that, you, you have to, again, rely on your team. And we've had some, we've had some situations where the, I had a whole thing of dog bandanas and they came in and they were all wrong. So that just threw all that that money we spent on it, we can't use them because they were made, they were made too long this way and too short this way. So they, they can't work for a dog. And I was really upset. And I was like, what happened? What happened? And, and my director there is, I don't know. I'm like, you have to find out what happened because we have to know what happened in order to fix this. And she had to do some research and found out the, that the people who normally do the cutting didn't use the pattern and they just use some measurement. I have a measurement, a estimated neck size on the website. So they use that instead of using the pattern. So that's where the breakdown was. So now we're putting something in place to make sure that that doesn't happen again, because I'm almost out of the stock of dog bandanas that I have. And this was a new refreshing stock. And it's like, okay, we have a real problem. So you have to, you have to analyze what's going on and then make the decision to actually fix it, which is what we did with that situation. Yeah, and an opportunity for change, right? Which is the next uh, thing we'll discuss. Um, you know, and and those things happen. Okay? Miscommunication at any point, or someone uh, not following the pattern, right? It's just uh, amazing how that works. But uh, opportunities come from those challenges, and they are in form of change. So, what certain strategies do you uh, implement, or you? put into place when dealing with change? Well, obviously in that situation, we had to figure out, the thing you have to do is figure out what, okay, we're going this way, we wanna go this way, now how do we get there? For me, I, we discuss it with my team. For instance, I have a space in a place called Fairtrade Long Beach in Long Beach, California. And I have somebody who is, she's does the design and things and, okay, I want to change this. I seek advice from those people who know, okay, better than me. Like I said, find somebody who's smarter than you to do. I'm not a, I can't look at stuff. I can sort of do it, but she's, oh, this goes here. That goes there. And as a matter of fact, since I, I hired her, my sales have gone up because the space looks a lot better. So we're getting ready to change it again. We sat down yesterday and had a meeting and a discussion about, okay, we're going to change. What are the steps we need to take? What is the date we want to do it? Okay, here's the date we want to do it. We need to work back from there. And then we need to do step-by-step step everything we need in place in order to execute on that date. So I think it starts with conversation and discussion and a plan. You can't just decide you're going to change and just bam, change, because that'll just fall flat because you didn't consider all the roadblocks. So we have a date for that set up a week, you know, one week from today. If we get everything in place. Okay, great. If not, we can adjust and push it out further if we need to. But I think it starts with a discussion, a plan, and then a, a steps to execute. 
definitely having a plan, steps to execute, you know, having a strategy in place and know when to pivot and when to definitely go left, go right. But seeing the vision through their eyes is always good because guess what? It upscaled, upscaled your, your shop. So great advice. Now, how do individuals get a hold of you or Dynamic Vision International? Well, you can find me at, El, you can email me at Eldana at basketsandbeadskenya.com. You can also get my website, basketsandbeadskenya.com. My speaking website is eldonaluisfernandez.com. I can be found on Instagram, Baskets and Beads Kenya, Facebook, Baskets and Beads Kenya, LinkedIn, Eldana Fernandez. I'm all over the place. We'll make sure to put that as part of the video and the show notes so that everyone can have the ability to reach you. Eldana, thank you so much for sharing. Uh, number one, your your military background. Thank you for your service. We we appreciate it. Hey, we're wearing Air Force colors today, right? And, right. and, and recognition. But, um, but uh, we love what you're doing, uh, not only for the local community, the veteran community, but for a community so far away. You've changed lives forever. Uh, and, I, and I hope you understand that and know that, uh, you know, taking a person from the, uh, an impoverished position in life, in their life, and giving them some hope for a better future is above and beyond. We salute you for that, and we thank you. Folks, if you want to get a hold of the Leadership Void podcast, the Leadership Void at gmail.com is where you'll send any inquiry or any request if you'd like to hear a specific leadership topic for us to discuss or would like a guest on our show, please send it there. Vince and I will curate that and see what we can do about it. But uh, today is Eldana and her great company doing great things. And absolutely. I just also want to say that, you know, if you want to hear and listen to individuals like Eldana on our show, subscribe and like on our YouTube channel. The leadership void. We need only little teeny, teeny bit of folks joining us, and you will win into a drawing into this book called Scott McGregor, uh, Standing O, the Salute Edition. So please let us reach 200. All we need is your little help. Subscribe and like us there. We do another show called Radio Check every 1st and the 15th at 1900, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Time for us to come together as a community, talk with our military, talk with our first responders, talk with our veterans and our and our spouses, because we know it's hard out there. We want to definitely let you know we're shining the light on what's going on here in the community, bringing us together. So first and the 15th radio check is out there for you. We continue forward with this. We couldn't do it without our sponsor from the home team of Round Point Service, Mortgage Service Corporation. But today is all about our Air Force veteran, Eldana from Irvine, Irvine, California. So thank you for being on our show and go forward and prosper. Awesome sauce. Thank you for tuning in to the Leadership Void Podcast. If you have any topics you would like to discuss, or you are dealing with leadership issues, be sure to write us at theleadershipvoid at gmail.com. Don't forget to subscribe and share. Until next time.